Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you'd be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's Word. Be blessed. Praise be to God. I, it's just a joy and a privilege to get to come to your home today to share this short moment with you in the Word of God. And this is Pastor Faisal Usoha of the Oasis Church in Prague coming to your home today to share with you the Word of God. And uh, we are in such a time that we as believers must pay close attention to what the Holy Ghost is saying to the churches. Please thank you for joining me, and I pray you have an open heart and open mind as we fellowship today together in the Word of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we bless and praise you as I bring this broadcast today in the audience, Lord God, before your presence, before your throne. I ask for your blessing. I ask for your glory and presence. Let your light shine in our heart and mind and glorify the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, dear Father, for this privilege to come today me today in this place in Jesus name. Amen. And I want to begin with you today in the very book of Isaiah in the Old Testament. And um, uh, we're going to start from chapter uh, 60 of Isaiah. I believe uh, the Lord is speaking to us today in such a time to bring our attention to things that now are. And the word of Isaiah here in Isaiah 60 and verse 1 says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And in verse 2 it says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deeper darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. If you, you and I understand that in, when God made the heavens and the earth, Way down there in the book of Genesis chapter 1, you can see in chapter 1 of Genesis and verse 1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And then verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. God said, let there be light, and there, was, and there was light. And then that was there was a continuation of then the creation that, of work of God. And so here we see God's telling us in these last days that darkness shall cover the earth and unimaginable darkness the people. Not just the physical darkness, but the spiritual darkness, moral darkness, darkness, social darkness. Political darkness, I mean chaos and confusion. It is already happening all over the world. It's already happening. We can see them everywhere. You can see them on the media. You can see them in so many areas today in our lives. That there's such a great darkness all over the world. And uh, uh, as, as we can see there in Second Corinthians chapter 4 in the New Testament. And look at what the Word of God says there. Chapter 4 of Second Corinthians. And in fact, in verse, um, in verse 3, it says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. 
in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. As you and I know, the devil is called the prince of darkness. The devil does not want people to receive the light of the gospel. God's word is light. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the only light that can illumine the human heart, the human mind, and deliver us from the powers of darkness. So here Paul writing that what hinders the gospel, the devil, the prince of darkness, does not want the world, the unbelievers, the people around us, to receive the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then in verse um, in, in verse uh, um, uh, 4, it says, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the gospel of Christ will shine unto them. The devil is in the business of blinding, of darkening, of confusing, of creating misconceptions, misunderstandings, perversions of the mind. The God of this world is the devil, and he blinds the mind of the unbelievers. And if you look at verse 6 of that second chapter 4, verse 6 says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, as he did in the book of Genesis, had shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Chapter 1 of Genesis. But now he says, the same God has commanded light to shine in our hearts. You know, the light to, to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. If the, our human heart is not illumined with the light of God, there's no way you and I can know or understand who Jesus Christ is. If the light of God doesn't shine in your heart, no matter how you try, you might be religious, you might try to be kind or nice or be the best you can be, but unless that light shines in your heart, you will never be able to behold the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. Only by the light of God shining in our heart, the heart here I mean is our human spirit. Only that light shining in your heart can then you be able to see who Jesus Christ really is. Who Christ is to you, how you see Jesus, depends on the light of God shining in your heart. If the light of the gospel of Christ have not shined in your heart, in your human spirit, you will never be able to really fully comprehend who Jesus Christ is. Christ asked his disciples, whom do men say that I am? Then he asked them, whom do you say that I am? And Peter said to him, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Christ said to Peter, this you've not learned from man. This you've not learned from religion. This you've not learned from theology. This you've learned from my father. And he said to Peter, upon this rock of revelation of who I am, I will build my church. Upon this light of revelation. The light that shines in the human heart. God commanding the light to shine in our hearts. Giving us the light to know, to behold, to comprehend the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. 
And the amazing miracle is this. The moment this life shines in our heart, we begin to understand the word of God. We begin to understand who Jesus Christ is, who God is, what God is saying to us in any time in our life, in any situations of our life. The light that shines in our hearts gives us the understanding to know where, what times we are in, where we're supposed to be, what we ought to do, where we should go, how to make the right decisions in this time of gross darkness. The light of God shines in our hearts. In, in the book of Proverbs chapter, chapter 20, Proverbs chapter 20, verse, um, uh, we're going to read there verse 27, and it says this word in verse 27, and it, it says then, uh, um, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in the body. God is a spirit. And those who worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. When sin came, the human spirit went into darkness. The devil, the prince of darkness, became the Lord over the human heart. That's why Jesus said, out of the human heart proceed all kinds of evil. Evil thoughts, reasonings, imaginations. All the complicated things of darkness comes out of the human heart. Because the human heart plunged into darkness when Adam and Eve sinned. We were all born in this darkness. That's why Jesus said to Nicodemus, Except you be born again, you will never see or enter in or comprehend the kingdom of God. You will never see it. You can't even comprehend it. It can be around you, it can be all over you, but you cannot really comprehend, lay hold on it or understand it. You can't even be able to assess it or enter into it. Why? Because your human spirit is in the darkness and the light of Christ must shine in your heart, this breaking the darkness and bringing you into that very place where you are able to see with your inner man, with your human spirit, the light of the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. And God said that in these last days that the darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the people. Darkness brings misunderstanding. It brings argument. It brings confusion. It brings wars and hatred and enmity and racism and jealousy and all kinds of things are all done in the darkness. Whatever happens in the darkness, the devil is lord of it. And that's why Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you will not walk in darkness, but you will have the light of life. In him was life. And the life is the life of men. My brothers and sisters, friends, those of you watching this telecast today, this is the time to walk in the light of Christ. It is time to let the light of God shine in our hearts, shine in our minds. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.18, the part of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter and brighter to the perfect day. The Bible says, if we walk in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship, then we have the same understanding, 
the same mind. Then we see eye to eye in everything. If you're walking in the light, I am walking in the light. And we are growing in that light. We see things the same way. Because we are seeing through the same light of the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. If believers, Christians, pastors, preachers, churches decide not to walk in this light, we will never see eye to eye in nothing. We can read the same scripture, come to the same church, talk to the same master, but still see everything differently. And with such uh, uh, darkness comes argument and contentions and, and rivalries. Again, the Lord Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of God is risen upon you. And my prayer for you and desire is this, that all of you that connect with me and watch on this, that the great light of God begin to illumine every step that you take. If you look at with me there in uh, Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5 in the New Testament, and you can see what the Lord said there. This is the chapter of the Beatitude, of the, beatitude the Blessed. And in verse um, verse 15, he says, in fact, verse 14, he says, you are the light of the world. You are, you and I, we are the light of the world. And he says, in verse 14, a, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. And then verse 15 says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and he giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, he says, let your light shine. So shine before men. The main thing here is not good works. There are many people who do good works, but not out of the inner light of Christ. You can be kind, you can be nice, you can be involved in charity, you can do all kinds of good things, and good things are good for sure. But when the, when the good things you are doing is not out of that inner light of Christ shining in your innermost being. Let your light shine. Let it shine. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men. That means a believer, a child of God, a Christian, supposed to shine. There is an illumination. An illumination of our inner man. Of our spirit man. When Moses came down from the mount, the Bible says his face shined so brightly that the Israelites could not look upon his face. He had to put a veil. They had to put a veil over his face because he was so brightened. Why? He was illumined in God's presence. He spent time in God's presence until what was shining from the inside began to reflect in the outside. I believe with all my heart, you and I in this end time, as we seek the Lord, trust him, believe him, give more and more of ourselves to him, the world will see the light of God shining in your eyes. They will see the glory of Christ on your faces. Moses was of the Old Testament. And if an Old Testament leader, pastor, believer could have such great light of God, on his being, 
How much more you and I today who are in the New Testament, who are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ, who are redeemed from the curse of the law, who are in Christ and Christ is in us, who have the anointing of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost dwells in us and we are full of the Holy Spirit. If you and I can continuously, completely give ourselves to the light of Christ, this world will see the light of God shining in us and through us. And any good works we do, will not be just trying to do some moral good, trying to do some charity work, or trying to, you know, be so engrossed and obsessed and seeking for righteousness in being nice and kind. No, the good works will be out of the inner light of God, to be a product of the light of God shining in us and through us. The light of God, people will take notice of you when at your place of work, in the street, in the church, in the school, anywhere you are, anywhere you go. People will sense that there's something different about you. There's something in your being. There's a light. There's a glow. There's the outshining of the light of Christ from your innermost being. They will resist it. They will wonder, even in the midst of hopelessness, in the midst of trial in the midst of persecution, in the midst of poverty and war and chaos, in the midst of the darkness in this world, we can hold on to Christ and reflect the glory of the living God. Hallelujah. And so it says here, uh, do men light a candle and put it under a bushel? You know, many you can be born again. You can be a child of God. Yes, you have the light of God, but you can choose to put your the candle under the bushel. So that nobody can see the light. You can hide it. You can hide your true identity. You can take that light, that's your candle, that's your inner man, that God have lit up your candle with the light of Christ. You can choose to take it and hide it under the bushel of human knowledge, theology, and philosophy. You can hide that light of Christ under politics, under religion. You can let the devil quench your light or you hide the light. You don't want to shine the light. Christ is saying, bring that candle that is shining out of under the bushel of human knowledge and ideology and thoughts and reason. Bring it out of under and put it on top of the table. Let it shine and illumine everyone that comes in contact with you. Bring out your light. Stop hiding. Let the light of Christ shine on you. Hallelujah. And uh, the Bible says, uh, that God has delivered you and I out of the authority, out of the dominion, out of the power of darkness, out of the kingdom of darkness, and has brought us into the kingdom of his son, in whom we have redemption, even the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. And if you keep on hiding your light and hiding your identity and not drawing light from Christ, your candle will be flickering and you can be there today and your candle is in the wind pressure anxiety you'll be open the door to all kinds of anxiety and worry and your candle is under the wind and it's almost going out before i close with you today i would like to read something to you from the book of acts acts chapter 12 we can see here uh, apostle peter was arrested 
And in verse 1, he says, Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then we are the days of unliving bread. You know, here was a, 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 a Herod, you know, very wicked king. And uh, they're always trying to score a political point, you know, to impress the Jews, to, uh, to win their favor. So he can continue to be accepted as the king. You know, they, they, use this, they can use Christians and believers as a pawn to win a political point. So he arrested uh, 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 James and killed him and found out that he got, he got some political credit for that. And so he wanted to go further and arrested Peter also and put him in prison. Verse 4 says, And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him intended after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Verse 5, Peter therefore was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. For all the leaders, pastors, Christians, believers who are suffering persecution and adversity, the church should not speak against them, but instead lift up their voices in prayers and seek God for their deliverance. When a preacher or a pastor is um, being persecuted, it is not the time for another preacher or pastor or Christian or believer to use that opportunity to try to magnify themselves, to show as if we are holier than him. The church here conjointly began to pray for Peter's deliverance. Okay, here the Bible says, and um, he was intending after Easter to bring him out to the people. Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And all who are in prison and all who are ostracized and all who are uh, suffering persecutions or, or in terrible areas of darkness, you and I as believers should set our heart and mind continuously to be praying for them. Hallelujah. And so in verse 6, it says, And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. Verse 7 says, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. Today, my brother, my friend, my brother and sister in Christ, you who is watching this, you may be in chains, you may be in prison, maybe not a physical chain, but a mental chain, an emotional chain, not in a physical prison, but a prison in your own soul where nobody knows it and nobody understands it, that you no more understand even your own self. You are hemmed in on all sides. You are subjected to all kinds of bondage today. I pray that the light of God shine in your prison. And every chain that have chained your heart, chained your mind, chained your emotions, chains of sickness, chains of diseases, chains of pain and shame and humiliation, I command them to be broken in the name of Jesus. Peter was there in prison, bound in chains, tied to, shoulder, to, 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 to soldiers. His hands, his feet were all bound. And right in the midst of this dungeon, it's not like a present-day prisons. <laughs> present-day prisons are like a five-star hotel in comparison. And Peter was there, chained. 
and believers were praying for him. And the Bible says, an angel of God came upon him. You, you may say, where is the angel that can come to my prison? Well, a servant of God, a messenger of God, angel means messenger of God. God might have sent me today to your prison, to your world, to where you are. This is not by accident that we met today. To send this word of deliverance, to send his light right into your dungeon, into your loneliness. I see somebody right there in your room. You are there in the kind of what looks like a, a hospital bed. And you are lying down there. You could hardly move. You can I see you right there lying down there, sick all over your body. You can hardly move. Today, I am sending the word of God to you. I am sending the light of God coming through the screen of your phone or TV or computer. I command the chain that has bound you to be broken in the name of Jesus. Right where you are, move your body. The power of God is upon you right now to liberate you in Jesus' name. And so Peter was bound in chains. And the Bible says the angel of God came on in. When the angel comes in, the light shines. God's word, the preaching of God's word brings light into our darkness, illumines our mind, gives us understanding, frees us from our chain, mental chain, physical chain, emotional chain, all kinds of bondage. Maybe you are bound in pornography, maybe you are bound in perverted sexuality. Christ's light shines in our prisons and loses us from every bondage. And so the Bible says, and, uh, uh, and in verse 7, it says, uh, uh, I mean, look, go ahead and say in verse um, 7, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. Rise up quickly. Move out. Don't think on it. Don't imagine it. Move up. Stand up by faith. Take your first step in a long time. Shake off the chains from your body, from your mind, and arise and stand. And then they said unto him, Get thyself and bind thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him and wished not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he was in a vision. When they were past the first and the second word, they came unto the iron gate that led into the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street and fought with them that departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod from the, all that the Jewish people were expecting of me. The, today, the Lord is sending this word to, through me to you. This is a message. I am a messenger of God. Angels means messengers. And God is sending me to your world today to bring you out of prison, to deliver you out of the hand of Herod. And, and from what all your enemy has been expecting of you. I don't know where you are, what is going on in your life, what people are thinking about you, what they are expecting, what they are imagining, thinking in a short time you'll be finished. But today, the word of God is coming your way. The light of Christ is shining in your prison. Buckle up, wake up, rise up in Jesus' name. Shake off the chains and, and get out of that bondage. Get out of that prison. Let the light of Christ shine upon you today. Arise, shine, for your light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. 
I believe that God is sending this word to you today for a special purpose. And I pray for you today that the glory of God will follow you. And this is Pastor Festus and Soha from OSC Church in Prague saying, Arise and shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost Anti-Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.